Kentucky Girl, Introduction, Part 2. History teaches us that in the grand scheme of things, the character of an individual man can sometimes be in stark contrast to the background of his time. The Revolutionary War had been going on for some years and the rebels had been showing some backbone in fighting for a cause, while in many instances the English were really fighting this war for self-aggrandizement or to impress the king as was the case for the first Marquis or General Cornwallis. His failure to capture New York City and General George Washington led him to think he could move his army south and have large numbers of loyalists join him. In his march to the south, he could not conceive that the upstart farmer, Washington, could be anything more than a hindrance. On the other hand, the trials of this war, including the few successes and the many failures, brought out the determined spirit and military intelligence of General George Washington. Washington, in concert with the French general, received information through their scouts that Cornwallis was heading south. With secrecy and subterfuge, they trailed Cornwallis south with the intent on a surprise attack at the right moment. When Cornwallis veered east to Chesapeake Bay area, the French General Rochambeau signaled to the French fleet commander that was lying just offshore to repel any English ships that might be sailing in to support Cornwallis. The intelligence needed for Rochambeau to act was due to the actions of a little boy. This boy, Dan by name, was 12 years old. He was a bugle boy in George Washington's army and his father was aide-de-camp to one of General George Washington's generals. The scouts had informed General Washington that the French General Rochambeau was about to bypass Cornwallis's turnoff and thus be lost to General Washington in his attack on Cornwallis. Dan's father convinced General Washington that Dan grew up in this area and was very familiar with every creek and ravine and therefore had the best chance of through the English lines to reach Rochambeau. General Washington was very reluctant to send a little boy on such an important mission because if he was caught he would definitely be killed. So he called Dan to him to test his determination and ability. <clears throat> Dan, do you have any idea of what this mission is all about? Do you realize that this is not a game, but for you and me it is a life or death situation? My army and the army of our enemies will shoot to kill. It is very, very important to reach General Rochambeau and have him and his army to join me in the fight with General Cornwallis. I should send a man to do this job, but no one here except you knows this land. Trying to get through the enemy's lines is, could end up having to kill or be killed. 
This, then, is a job for one who is ready to die and fight for his country. I am very hesitant how about asking a boy to do a man's job. Dan understood clearly what the general was saying and, at the same time, was so familiar with the lay of the land that he had been playing in since he was a small child. Besides, he wanted to prove to his father and all others that he was really a big boy and could help his country. Sir, he said, I know gullies, ravines, and paths through this forest that the British do not. I can travel quietly through them and not disturb wildlife. I am small and can sneak by soldiers who are unfamiliar with the forest and its noise. I have good ears and eyes and can dodge clumsy soldiers. This is my country and I am ready to fight for it. General Washington was very impressed by Dan's remarks and said, I'm convinced if anyone can do this job, it must be you. Go with my blessings and prayers. I will send a note to General Rochambeau so that he will believe a small boy. You should commit to memory the password to get through General Rochambeau's lines. That password is pipsqueak. Do you know what a pipsqueak is? No, nor do I. But if you get to Rochambeau's army, that magic word will get you to him. Son, may the Lord be with you. Now get something to eat while I write your note. Dan had a good meal and a nap to prepare him for the journey. It was evening when he set out to find a moving target. He'd gone quite a few miles when he heard voices ahead. He quickly and quietly dodged into a thicket of bushes. The voices came much closer and it turned out to be two British soldiers on guard duty. They were discussing the anticipation that they would soon be boarding ships and be done with this infernal land. Once on board the ships, they would have an easy life. They were almost on top of Dan who tucked his hand under him and also turned his face to the ground and closed his eyes so that no light would reflect off of him. Although he had covered his face and hands with mud, he took no chances. After a bit, the soldiers moved on and the forest came alive. Dan moved on. He slipped into a ravine which ran at right angles and skirted what he thought was the guard's line. Then he saw in the distance two more guards and again skirted that area. Now he thought, I am clear, and broke out into a trot. He covered quite a bit of ground and saw campfires. As he drew closer, he was challenged by a rebel voice and he stopped. A rebel soldier with a rifle at the ready approached Dan who said, Pipsqueak. The soldier lowered his rifle and yelled out, Corporal of the Guard, post number 10. Quickly another soldier came up and the first one said, This little boy gave the right password and says he has a note for General Rochambeau from General Washington. So Dan was escorted to the headquarters and General Rochambeau. The general looked at Dan and said, What could Washington send by such a little boy? 
then said, Sir, General Washington asked me, told me to ask you a question so that I could be sure to deliver the note to the right person. And the question is, why was number six afraid of number seven? And General Rochambeau replied, because seven, eight, nine. Dan said, thank you, sir. And with that, Dan loosened the thong around his waist, holding his pants up. He reached into his pants and pulled out a folded paper and handed it to the general, who remarked, what a clever boy. When he had finished reading the note, Dan said, sir, on my way here, I overheard two British soldiers talk about boarding ships and leaving this area. General Rochambeau said, Mon Dieu, we must hurry and join General Washington. Orderly, send me my flag, ma'am. I must alert this fleet of this new development. Also alert all captains to move this army in a new direction quickly. He then said to Dan, When we join General Washington, I will have someone take you to him. And young sir, thank you for what you have done this day. We may have just trapped Cornwallis between our armies and the sea. Now this thumbnail sketch of Dad's character helps us understand these men with Rachel.